welcome back to the Cedar Podcast, where we carefully contrite, cynical, and cataclysmic cautionary chronicles. Kick back, cool off, and let me capture your attention. Today's topic, inequality in the Canadian education system. Before we start, shout out to our sponsor, dollarshaveclub.com. Did you just graduate secondary or post-secondary education? And while having to deal with the stresses of it all, you also have to deal with five o'clock shadow. No more. For just a dollar every month, Dollar Shave Club will send you a beautiful, sharp, top-of-the-line razor to your doorstep. Show up to all your classes, whether online or in person, looking smooth, shaven, and clean as a baby. Thank you. To start off, uh, I'd like to preface that I am just some schmuck who talks at a microphone all day long. And I don't know much about the education system. However, I'd like to present you with a stat. The 2013 Canadian graduation rate was over 87%. That's nearly 90%, which means, you know, uh, 9 out of 10 Canadians will graduate. This is high school. Now, the First Nation graduation rate is around 35%. That is only about 1 in 3 First Nations graduate post-secondary education. This is really, really appalling. Uh, A huge part of this issue is the gigantic divide that we have in high education systems, even in Canada. We might think that this is uh, a, a rather first world country, but we still do face a lot of poverty, especially child poverty, and it's a huge issue. Uh, the, the top 10% of Canadian earners make around $200,000 or more annually, and they're more likely to hold a degree in medicine, law, and finance. This means they have better access to resources, whether it be childcare, extracurriculars, or delegating so they have more time to spend with their children and help them with their schoolwork. This creates a cycle where the high-earning families create high-earning children, which means higher education for their children, meaning the cycle continues where a rich family stays a rich family. Contrasting this with the bottom 10% of Canadian earners earns only about $30,000 a year. Most First Nations are found here, and this is a real stat, I'm not just saying that. Uh, Many are far less educated on account of the, the lack of ability to pay for it, as well as the cycle Um, being a negative feedback loop uh, instead of a positive one like discussed before. Um, These these families are often working two, even three low-paying minimum wage jobs. They have no time uh, to help their children with their schoolwork, uh, to to be with their children many times at all. They they may not see them in a day at all. Um, They can't pay for proper childcare. This means uh, whether it be preschool, after school, um, pre-kindergarten, such as daycare education or um, daycare care, they cannot enter uh, the school system prepared and ready to learn. It's very difficult to learn effectively if you're cold, hungry, and you haven't seen your parents in three days because they've been working double overtimes. It just doesn't work. Um, this is a huge inequality within the education system. Um, I 
have felt often brushed under the rug and forgotten about as a person who has never experienced any kind of mistreatment or uh, throughout my life, I've always uh, not been, I'm not lower class. And uh, I cannot imagine what it's like for these, these children or even young adults who have been and they've faced um, uncertain circumstances their entire life. Uh, it's just an entirely uphill battle. Another uh, just absolutely insane stat I'd like to present you is that full-time care from the end of parental leave to kindergarten costs the average British Columbia family $50,000. If, uh, if they can't afford this, they, they can't work because a parent has to stay home and watch the child. Uh, this means less money for the family. Um, this means the low income, low education cycle continues ruthlessly. It rolls on and they are powerless to fight back against it. Uh, it's often more expensive to pay for full-time daycare than it is to pay for an undergraduate degree, which is just absurd. And it means parents have to choose between caring for the child or having an educated and well-paying job. Um, and when you choose one or the other, um, you're never happy with your, with your option. And it's incredibly unfair that people have to, to make the decision. Um, this obviously extends to, we can have uh, a large group of uh, a, a diverse group um, taking up that lower income, lower 10% uh, of earners in Canada that are subject to the, essentially the short end of the straw of the education system here, despite it being arguably one of the best in the world, although rapidly falling. Um, a large degree of this, these lower income families are First Nations. Um, and as if they haven't already faced enough adversity, uh, in, even within the past 50 years, let alone 200. Um, and that's only a handful of generations. Uh, they are the ones being affected by the inequality crisis in the education system. Uh, and I mean, how do we help? How do we help? Um, Daycare fees need to be lowered. Many studies, many, many studies show that early child care is incredibly important for success in the education system throughout uh, a person's life. Think of it like laying an educational foundation down for the rest of their life. If they can learn, um, if they are, if they can learn in a comfortable and accepting environment, they're going to have a more positive idea of schooling and education, and they're going to respond more positively to the things that you teach them and the things that they want to learn later in their life. Uh, and if parents have to decide between daycare and a job, uh, these kids aren't going to learn social skills, perhaps um, they're, they're going to feel left out. They're not going to understand why their friends get to go to this awesome daycare with a playground out front and catered meals every day 
Well, maybe they might have to stay home with mom in the one-bedroom apartment and five kids. Obviously, this is just a hypothetical, but we can see uh, how dangerous this can be and how this repeats itself over generation and generation and generation. It is appalling. And I know I used that word before, but it is because it's really easy to feel powerless. If you are in the top 30 or 40% of earners here and you haven't faced inequality like this in the school system, it can be hard to imagine what it's like. Um, and you might want to reach out and help. However, you can't pay for every low-income family's daycare and you can't pay for childcare, and you can't ensure that these, these poor kids that are going to schools in, in poor communities aren't getting bullied and that they're, they're being fed when they get home and that they have time to help with their, with their homework. Uh, it's difficult. It, it's really difficult. Uh, and all I think we can do on a, on a personal level day to day is try to always be cognizant that you never know what somebody else is facing uh, in their daily lives and always have have mercy on another great way you can support the educational equality in Canada is using code CEDAR at Skillshare.com forward slash CEDAR. It is an online learning platform where for a small monthly fee, you can learn a plethora of skills from public speaking to how to edit audio difficulties out of audio recordings. Again, use code CEDAR at Skillshare.com forward slash CEDAR. Thanks for tuning in, everyone.